This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 52 of the War Vessel Radio podcast. I will admit this has been a long-awaited podcast on my end, and I'm sure for those of you who have stuck around and are still waiting, um, if there are any of you, I really appreciate those who have um, just been waiting patiently for me to get this next episode released, and it's been almost seven months uh, since I last released in December 22 of 22. Um, And so this is the kickoff in July 7th of 2023, um, on episode 52. Um, I don't have a title for this episode because it's been so long. I figured I better give an update on where I am at in life and give a little background um, before moving forward with specific um, episodes and thoughts I've had uh, surrounding um, what I've been thinking about. Uh, what Jesus has been um, sharing with me from his heart and through his spirit and also through his word, um, as well as some of my own struggles in the last little bit. And I think in order to do any future episodes justice, then there needs to be a foundation for the last several months of my life and how the Lord has both been encouraging and strengthening me and also um, rebuking and chastising me for... um, the areas where I need to change and how I need to grow. And I am thankful for that recognition and the need for his spirit to be continually at work in my life, removing the junk and the clutter that is there because there is still a lot of it. And I feel in the last seven months, I've only just begun to realize more and more my need for Jesus to come in and clean it up. And it's interesting how, there's um there's stages i i hate to use the word stages in the christian walk it's not really like an achievement thing or like your maturity level is judged by this award or that award like you've reached level four of christianity that's not necessarily the mindset i'm getting to but there are i guess seasons would be a better word of growing of a need to change where you're moving from where you were and jesus is saying i need to take you to the next point in my relationship with you. You can't go any further unless you leave this part of your life behind that you've been clinging to that you maybe haven't recognized yet, but now I'm I'm showing you it and you've recognized it in your life. And now I need to draw you to myself in a new way through the letting go of those things. And that for me has very much been how Jesus has been working in these last several months. And it's through been through a lot of big ways. Um, I know in the last episode, um, I believe I released it before we were married. It came out December 22, which was five days after we were married, but um, I'm pretty sure I didn't go back and listen to it. Maybe I should have, but that was before I got married. So anyway, now I've been married to my beautiful wife, Laura, Laura, who I love very much um, for the last several months, and I've been learning what it means to be a husband and a husband to my wife and how to, uh, I say how to, 
I'm only like not even scratched the surface. I've hardly even touched the surface of what it means to be truly married and how to care for my wife in the way that Jesus would care, does care for his bride. And that is a continual thing that will forever be before me as long as I am married this side of heaven. And so that is certainly one thing that has been a huge, huge area of the Lord changing my life, of growing my life and convicting me of very many things that need to change in order for me to be better conformed to his image in my relationship to him, but also in my relationship to my wife and my ministry with her. Um, The second very big thing that has developed in my life is come October 23rd, I am going to be a father. Um, Laura and I got pregnant very shortly after we were married in um, later January, early February, and now we're expecting a beautiful baby boy in October, which is very exciting and also a very big deal. Um, And many of you might be surprised that we decided to have a a baby so early on in our marriage and... um, Perhaps we would probably be a little surprised too, but not because we didn't choose to relinquish that to the Lord. We chose to give our fertility, give our um, desires even for maybe a duration of marriage where we had no kids so that we could experience one another um, and do more things in different ways. But we chose to lay that down and just submit our our marriage before the Lord that he is, he is the, uh, he holds the womb within the hand. He holds, uh, the, uh, procreation of children, if you will, man, some of you are probably really awkward at this point feel very awkward at this point in time. I do a little bit. Um, but in scripture, clearly God is in control of the reproduction of children and he has withheld and he has given, um, according to his will. And Laura and I believed that and we trusted that. And so we chose to do that early on in our marriage, recognizing that if Jesus wants us to have a baby, then it is a gift and it's a responsibility and that's something we want to have in our life. And not through our own um, wisdom or decision-making do we want to avoid that. Um, so that's how we chose to handle it. I'm not saying that's right for everybody, but all the same, we are expecting a little baby boy, which is an incredible gift and an incredible blessing from the Lord and something that is mind-blowingly life-altering for me and for Laura, um, but also changes my entire walk with the Lord as well. Um, and I think thirdly, uh, there's so many things that have happened in the last several months. Thirdly, we bought a house and piece of property that the Lord um graciously allowed us to be able to purchase and it's a major fixer-upper and we have not done any work on it yet um, despite having wanted to and we've currently moved from one place we were renting and are now living in another location and the Lord has been um, working on us through that we uh, I my job for the last um, almost four years uh recently ended as my boss has chosen to go work in another avenue of of work and I'm very happy for him and there was a lot of peace with that but all the same um, I had to find a new um, 
job vocation, which the Lord has graciously provided. But that was a uh, a moment of testing as well. And there's these, so there's been these huge shifts in my life from just not only being newly married, uh, only just over half a year of expecting a baby, um, only a couple months after we were married, um, to buying a piece of property and a fixer-up property and trying to make decisions around that, to moving uh, twice since we've been married. And um, and in the midst of all of that, also having um, to be searching for a job and to be wondering what the Lord's doing there. Um, and each one of those things in their own way targeted a unique part of my spiritual walk, of my own um, fears, um, and there was also demonstrations of God's work in my life, too, where I was able to walk in peace. Like when I heard that I wasn't going to have a job come uh, start of July, the Lord gave me an incredible sense of peace and peace that I wouldn't have known outside of him working in my life over the last couple of years. And that was an incredible thing. Not that there, it wasn't also a trial and um, wondering what the unknown looked like and where he was taking me and how how would I work in that environment? What is the mindset that I'm going to need? And because you can get comfortable in a certain place, like in your job, you can become, this is what you go and do every day. And there's a comfort level there and you, your mind becomes set in that. Um, and my mind was set in that. And now I'm having to restructure and it's a different uh, format of work than I'm used to. Uh, but I am excited about starting it. So anyway, that is kind of, a short version of what has happened in the last few months. Really big deal um, things that probably most newlyweds in the first year of marriage don't really get to experience. And I don't know why exactly the Lord has chosen to, um, I'm not going to say pile, but has given us these unique situations in our life early on in our marriage um, to work through and to navigate through. But he has, and I'm grateful um, even though my response hasn't always been perfect. And I think that's where I want to move into next is, um, first off, I want to say the Lord is gracious. He is full of grace. Everything he adds to our life is for reasons, for purpose. It's for our good, and it's for his glory, ultimately. Um, these are, there are things that he places that are for our benefit, for our relationship with him, that we would grow deeper, and that glorifies him. And that's what excites me. Even though I can honestly say in the last several months, I have not been super proud of how I've handled all these situations. Um, I know particularly I struggle with getting overwhelmed and analysis paralysis. And uh, it's been difficult for me to work on building my relationship with my wife in a way that would be God honoring and one that I can uh, be fully devoted to while at the same time preparing to expect a baby and to be a father while at the same time trying to figure out how to move uh, my new family into a house that needs major work and major fixing up and our finances, yes, they covered the purchase of the property, but not really the uh, um, the renovations. And Laura and I both want to stay as debt-free as possible and honor the Lord with that and trust him. But at the same time, um, we desire to, to live, uh, in this, on this piece of property. And we're looking at how to navigate where we are now, um, 
which isn't necessarily a, uh, it wasn't supposed to be a long-term scenario. And, um, we're kind of stuck in what, where do we go from here? And we've had several different ideas to, uh, job changes, um, which uniquely targeted, uh, aspects of fear in me and perfectionism. Um, as I start a new job, I want to do well. Um, I want to do the job, the new job as well as my old job and better. Um, and, but I don't really know how to do that because I've never done the job before, at least not in this environment, um, and not, uh, certain things about it. And so there's a lot of unknown there and a lot of fear and a desire to, um, just rely on my own strength and even my own pride and my own image of what things may be like. Um, and my response has not been what I have wanted um, at all the time. There has been a strength, and I'm really thankful for how the Lord's worked because I would not have handled any of these situations um, all at the same time with any grace or any uh, ability whatsoever to maintain um, a healthy relationship with people or my wife or myself and the Lord even, but there is weakness and there's things that I simply put, I'm very selfish and I'm very unworthy to have these things in my life. Yet Jesus has counted me worthy. And some of those things is just a lack of actual quiet time before the Lord of prayer and of true searching him out, um, allowing an apathy to set in that where my passion just died and I just lost a drive to be spiritually minded even. And while I still felt the draw for the Lord and him calling me, there was just this like overwhelming sense of, I can't do this all. And I can't meet the expectations that I was setting for myself, the spiritual expectations I was setting for my marriage with Laura for um, preparing to be a father for the house uh, project for a new job. I was op- I've been operating in my own strength over the last several months. Not entirely. Um, the Lord has worked a lot, and I've learned a lot, and I've grown a lot. And I'm not going to say I've totally forsaken uh, reading and praying. That's not true. But it's a weakened form than what I experienced in the past. And part of that is I do believe the Lord showing me my need to change my own selfishness. And that comes through in a changing season. Like I am, I am no longer single. Um, and there was a death that needed to happen to habits I've picked up in my singleness, even in my relationship with Jesus. What worked before doesn't necessarily work now in marriage. And I need to relearn and change and grow off of what I learned in singleness, but not hold on to that and carry it through um, a married life acting as if my single things I learned in singleness are what is going to carry me through married life. Jesus is changing that and I'm recognizing how I need to grow. And that's happened in each one of these situations and situations that I mentioned. Um, the Lord has shown me how I need to change, how I need to leave the old behind and welcome the new. Not that the old is bad, but the new is better in Christ. There is something more he wants me to grow in. And I respond to that. I want that. But my ability to respond to it in my own strength isn't very good. And I can see the lofty goal, see what he's calling out for me, and I can try to go about it in my own strength because I recognize I am not 
what I want to be, and there is a sin in my life and a just a ugh that I've begun to see, and I need repent. I've had to be repentant. The Lord has been working this message of repentance in my life that in order for new life to come into anybody, both um, whether you're unsaved, a believer, um, uh, a believer for a long time, or certain patterns of your life where new life needs to come in, there needs to be repentance, uh, a shedding of the old things of our own ways and allowing the life of Christ to come in and change that. And that is something he's been really stressing in my life that I need to be repentant. And I've had to repent over and over again of some of the same things in the last uh, several months. And and repentance is a change. And there's been a little change. Like I struggle because I want to be repentant once and then be totally changed. And in a perfect world, I believe that could happen. Like I think there are times when Jesus absolutely, there's repentance and boom, it's done. And he has accomplished everything. Like, would we come to Jesus? It is accomplished. We've repented once and for all, if you will, and found Christ. But in order for us to grow in intimacy with him, he also wants us to recognize the areas we still carry and still bring those to him, even though they've already been won. In order for us to experience the newness in that that's been won, we have to first give it to Christ. And that's what I've been recognizing, that there's so many areas I need to give up to Christ. Um, I know number one of the number one things that I've been reflecting on is how selfish I am. And that's come partly through, as I look at my relationship with my wife, how I wanted her to conform to my singleness in ways that I didn't think I'd want her to. Um, and how I can't hold her to that because it's not meant to be. That needs My singleness needs to die in my life and I need to move into the new and yet there's this expectation of of what things would be like, what my spiritual life would be like, that simply couldn't exist in this new season. And the Lord's needed to shed that from me. And that's been that's taken some time. Um and and then just um I'll, waiting for a baby to come has honestly been a huge well, it is a huge thing. It's not honestly, it is a huge thing of allowing the Lord to have now I have to care for a life. And now there's, not only is it a spiritual well-being for my wife, but it's also for the raising up of a young man that will soon be born into this world. And I'm 22 years old. And so Jesus has just been having to reach deep into my life and rip and tear. And a lot of that, you know, um, my name is Jacob, and I don't intend to live up to uh, the biblical character of Jacob, but there certainly has been this spiritual... Um, Uh, to my life where I want to wrestle with the Lord like he is trying to show me something and I will fight tooth and nail to the last bit until he dislocates my spiritual hip if you will and I have to cling to him and just cry out for him to bless me and he has to bring me to this place of brokenness and I don't fully understand why I am that way I hope and I keep praying that the Lord would allow me to break sooner and faster that I would diminish and diminish and diminish until he is until it is just like one second when he brings something into my life, I just give in and I fall to my knees. I even prayed the other day, Lord, give me weak knees that at the sound of your voice, I would just fall flat on my face, um, that I wouldn't even have the strength to stand or to wrestle. But I do wrestle. Um, and so that is something over the last few months that I've been 
um, really having to deal with. And But the Lord is faithful. I wanted to read a quick scripture, um, and I, I've already gone longer than I wanted to go, but I kind of knew it would go long also because of how much I needed to cover. But Psalm 32, uh, and then I'll give a brief description before ending this podcast um, or this episode of what I think about this scripture. So Psalm 32, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old, through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you. In a time when you may be found, surely in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which must be harnessed with a bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. So the verses that really stood out to me are 3 to 5, and it talks about when I kept silent, my bones grew old, my groaning all the day long. Day and night, your hand was upon, heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. When we resist the Lord calling for us to repent, there is a groaning that enters, a heaviness and weariness in the bones, like an oldness even. And I feel like I even feel this in my health when I'm resisting the, the repentance of the Lord, resisting his bringing me to a new place in my relationship with him. And there is certainly uh, what was once vitality in your relationship with him. When you resist him, it it quickly turns to drought. You just you, the spirit is drained right out of you when you resist the spirit of the Lord, and he cannot come in as long as we're trying to put our hand over the doorknob or are just trying to keep him from coming in to a certain area of our life through our own resistance. And our vitality will turn into summer, or it will turn into a drought of summer, which currently in Michigan we are experiencing a relatively um, long drought. And so this seems to be, it's, it has a, it has a um, vivid image in my mind right now. Um, but there's hope. In verse 5 it says, I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Once we recognize that we need Jesus and that and we first of all are brought to humil- humility a diminishment of brokenness a contriteness and we re- we recognize the sin and we bring it before the Lord all of our filth and all of our ickiness and we present it before him for it to be seen and witnessed and the light to penetrate it and we confess it and we just fall on our face and say Jesus Take this away from me. I do not want to be this. I have been this, but I know in your spirit I can change and that you can make me new. He will do that, and he will forgive the iniquity and the sin, and there will be a purity that comes. And verse 6, it says, For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you. And I love that. The godly will, at some point in time, have to go through these moments 
of conviction, of, of being brought low into humility and repentance. That is uh, the nature of becoming godly is as we come into things that are not of God, we have to pray. And this is just something that's going to happen to the righteous as they grow in their relationship with Jesus. And that's encouraging to me um, to recognize that no matter where I'm at in my um, seasons of godliness as I grow in Jesus, I'm going to have to pray this prayer, but that is for the furtherance of his life in my life. And so to welcome those times when I need to be broken, I just don't want to drag it out. I want to welcome them quickly, like within five seconds of knowing that I need to be repentant, just falling flat on my face and crying out to the Lord. And I think you see that as maturity in Christ develops spiritually in a Christian's life, the more and more sensitive they become to their own sin. You know, um, I've heard it portrayed, and I've, I feel this is true, that the closer we draw to God in our intimacy, the greater and greater the weight of our sin feels, and the more we recognize our need to repent before him, and the more we recognize our need for him. And almost honestly, the the further we realize how far we are away from the holiness of God, but yet at the same time, how much greater our understanding of the grace of Jesus is. And that is a profound um, that is a profound thing that I want to cling to closely. That I need Jesus. That he his holiness is far beyond my reach, and it's only through the grace of Jesus that I can be godly. That I can be found blameless and holy in Christ. And that's what we need to cling to. And that comes through repentance and allowing that new life in. Well, we went. I went way longer than I meant to go, but that was kind of a kickoff episode. Um, getting you uh, who are listening into where my mindset's been the last few months. And there's so much I could have talked, I could talk about, and I might just end up doing a ton of episodes off different things that have happened. But um, this is where the Lord wanted this podcast to go. And apparently, excuse me, apparently how long he wanted it to go. So uh, I'll end it now. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed uh, this long-awaited podcast, and I pray that God blesses you through it. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.